Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucksters? What's happening? Mark Marin here. This is WTF, my podcast. Welcome. Thank you for coming. I hope you're okay. Hope you're bouncing back from uh, from Valentine's Day. I know most of you have the day off today, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's uh, it's going to be spent in the best mental state. Today, I've got uh, Abby Jacobson, Alana Glazer from... Uh, Broad City, that's happening. I happen to be very lucky in that um, the woman I'm seeing, uh, the painter, Sarah Kane, uh, really did not realize it was Valentine's Day and kind of made other plans. So I, all I can say is I'm blessed. But I did remember, I, I've learned my lesson that uh, you better do a little something or uh, even, even, doesn't matter, male or female, Who's ever in charge of doing the thing or who's ever in doing the nice thing for Valentine's Day? If one of you says it's not important, I would not take that to heart. I would go ahead and make a little effort. I did. I woke up and I made uh, waffles with this nasty old waffle iron that I have. And uh, I I think uh, it was nice. I think it was a nice thing to do. I made cornmeal waffles. But uh, I did lose my shit a little bit when the first one stuck. And I know that the first one always sticks. The first pancake, the first waffle or bullshit. I'm not seeing it as symbolic in any way, but I did get a little aggravated. But I, I caught myself and I said, why ruin the morning, Mark? It's Valentine's Day, even though uh, the woman you're seeing, uh, it's not important to her. Why ruin the day anyways with waffle angst? But love, love. Is that what Valentine's is? Is that what it's about? Is it guilt? Is it doing something nice? Is it a, a, a sham and a scam put together by the greeting cards company and some sort of uh, traditional idea? Flower sales, whatnot, chocolates. Is it an actual day where people reflect on love or they're just sort of like, oh, I get to eat that brunch today? But I, 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 you know, love. Yeah, I know a lot of people were alone out there on Valentine's Day, and that's sort of a rough gig, even if you don't believe in it, even if you think it's stupid. It's hard to see all those couples in different variations of, of true relationship or, or, or playing the role out there doing the thing, and you're walking by, dragging your feet. Love is tricky, man. 
the one thing I've been realizing now uh, about myself when I look at myself in pictures and I see myself on television uh, is that um, there was a, a sense of uh, desperation and aggravation and need and uh, anger that I could always identify and that I assume obviously people were not going to be as sensitive, sensitive to it as I was, but it was there. It's something you can't hide. It's sort of uh, it's similar to wearing your heart on your sleeve. But I, I've been noticing that some of that shit is going away, obviously, because uh, things are going OK, obviously, because I'm getting older, obviously, because I'm not freaked out about my career as much. And obviously, because uh, I truly don't give a shit about a lot of things. And that's a relief. Uh, and there's nothing you can do to make that go away. You can pretend and pretend and act as if and uh, do the next right thing or whatever you're going to do. And then, you know, hopefully you ease into it. But uh, but that's happening. But unfortunately, alongside of that is like, all right, so maybe I finally landed in my body and uh, I'm comfortable with myself is that there are some things that I know are still fucked up. But then, you know, once you really become comfortable with yourself and you don't give it as much of a shit about things that used to bother you, there's also this kind of like, you know, maybe I'm just going to fucking live with this shit. Maybe I'm going to live with this, these emotional liabilities, these problems, this sadness, or, you, you know, why do I need to, uh, to struggle and fight uh, in, in, in love? You know, maybe that's just the way I am. And I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, life is relatively short. You're not going to fix everything. And, you know, I've thought about this and talked about it before. But I think if you surrender to it and you do have the desire to change and you know what it is that you probably need to change, that sometimes the work is just surrendering to it and accepting it accepting who you are and then say to yourself in your secret little mind that you know like why well, i'd like to change that so just plant that seed in your head but be okay with who you are and sometimes i would say more so than not it will partially manifest the changes you want to make but if you're approaching it with desperation, like, oh, fuck, I got to fix this. Oh, fuck, I got to do this. Oh, fuck, I got to figure this out. God damn it. Why can't I just get to this place? Why? If you propel yourself with that same desperation for perfecting what cannot be perfected, the flawed heart of the human, then you're, you're always going to have that look in your eye or that anger in your eye or that, uh, that uh, sadness in your eye. But if at some point you go like, well, fuck, this is who I am, and you really fucking accept it, and you know you want to change at least a little bit to experience something differently than what you're used to, I think it'll happen. I think it will manifest if you truly accept yourself with all your flaws. That's my Valentine's Day message. And if you were alone on Valentine's Day, um, well, I, I mean, look, I mean, be thankful. You have nothing to lose. <laughs> that that might be cynical, might be sad, you might be uh, nurturing a broken heart or longing for someone in an unrequited way, but there's beauty in that too. Just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> That's my general message for all holidays. Try try not to hurt yourself. Could you? Could you do that? So, these broad city gals, females, I like them. I, you know, it's weird because, uh, you know, Abby... And Alana, I had the opportunity to talk to them and I want to talk to them. I like talking to creative people. And, you know, I got caught up a bit with Broad City. I watched it. I started to get it. It's interesting with things. And I know this for myself. And I talked to them about it a little bit. 
that you, with certain shows, I mean, you just, it's like anything else. It's like uh, music. It's like, uh, it's like any sort of uh, art of any sort of creative person. It takes a while to get the groove, both as an audience and as the people creating it. Uh, you know, I know I've gotten better on my show. You know, th- this is the fourth season. God knows I should be comfortable. I'm no Olivier, but I sort of eased into myself and 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 have a more comfort on set and 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 what can and can't happen on the show and what can what I can and can't do as a character. And that's the same with anything. There's an evolution, especially with comedians. You know, by nature, comics on television or in movies. Um, we tend to be a bit, a little self-conscious and, and I, and I'm very sensitive to it, especially if I know whoever's, uh, doing it and who I'm watching and some are better than others, but it just takes time. So yeah, I took the time, I got the groove and I, and I really started to enjoy broad city generationally. Uh, there's a difference, but it ain't that big of a difference. And there are some things that, uh, you know, I definitely related to. And, and one of the things that uh, I related to was, and, and this is with Louis too and, and Woody Allen and people who, who are very committed and, and really use New York City as a character in, um, in their work. You know, there are New York City uh, artists and writers and uh, people who do films and TV and, and the people that embrace New York and that really showcase New York the best are the people that have a real relationship with the city. And one of the things that's great about Broad City is that you know, I know all those places. And if you watch Broad City, you could st- you could see some of those places on Louis' show too. You could see some of those places in Woody Allen's movies. It's like there are some pieces of film and music that embrace New York full-heartedly. And, you know, having lived there on and off for over a decade, you know, I have a a, a real romantic and, and love-hate relationship with New York and also a sort of love-hate relationship with how the, the, the sort of... Um, profile of the city has changed is the profile or the texture the culture of the city it's very hard to identify uh, what was once there and i think you know talking to uh to uh alana and abby uh, you know we we kind of got into that and and also to approach new york as a comedic foil you know has been done to death and 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 watching their show they actually managed to do it a little differently and the, the other great difference about the the generational difference between me and the Broad City gals is that what's great about their show is there's a lot of things that are just, they just are. That when I was coming up or, or, you know, even five or 10 years ago, they just weren't. They had to be explained. They had to be, you know, stuff about, um, you know, sexuality, ethnicity, uh, different types of relationships, you know, uh, you know, uh, how women are depicted. I like the way that Abby and Alana just, it just is. You don't have to explain anything. This is the life we're living. This is New York. This is our generation. This is the, the landscape of our experience. And uh, it's, it's definitely different than when I was a kid. And uh, I love it. I, I really had a great time talking to them. And also, there's a Jewish component to today's show, as does happen sometimes on this show. What was great is uh, I want you to know that before they came over, I made sure to clean my toilet because uh, I wanted it to be nice for the, for the, for the women. And, uh, and when they came over, they came over like at 11 in the afternoon. And, and I, will, I will love... Alana Glazer forever 
for walking in and I was just sort of like, you know, getting set up and I had to go out front to get a chair because there were two of them and I didn't like the chair I have in here. It was kind of loose. It was a loose uh, transition from their uh, car to the house. Made some coffee, offered him coffee and Alana said, you know, if we're being so casual, can, uh, can I have a bowl of cereal? I didn't eat breakfast. And I was very happy to give Alana a bowl of, of puffins with unsweetened almond milk which she said she preferred, right? That is a, a woman after my own uh, uh, sad middle-aged heart. Yeah, I love Barbara's puffins with unsweetened almond milk. She didn't even stevia that shit, man. She just ate it. And then we did the thing. And here is the thing. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts i just made two notes here's here's what i wrote i wrote uh, abby jacobson straight hair that oh. is so funny i Ew. was gonna joke i was now gonna, gonna joke confused. that that was your fucking note because literally our friend's dad did that <laughs> abby dad. straight alana curly <laughs> No, that's no, what I wrote. That's oh, what I, yeah, yeah. Look, I wrote that. That straight is so my hair's not fucking funny. Why do you think that is? Because you're an older dude and you see two young women and you're like, oh, straight curly. I don't fucking know. I know. Well, I watched, you know, I, I didn't watch all of the shows, but I watched a bunch of them, you know, and I still, I, I, I imagine there are people like uh, the people that are huge fans of the show. They're like, oh, Abby, so this and, you know, Lana, so that. But like, I did, I'm not, you know, I had to get it in my head. Not because I'm old. <laughs> Why, what is that? And a man, I said. And a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I don't remember people's names I, and that I've known for 20 years. It's fucking tragic. <laughs> I, I'm so... That is tragic. Well, no, I'm so self-involved that like even the people I keep running into again and again, I'm like, oh, it's a fucking guy. <laughs> You're like, nose guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, nose guy. <laughs> I, like, I, I know them, but I just can't fucking manage their names. So, what? you know, I, I'm glad you used the bathroom. Because I went out of my way to clean the toilet. Oh, that's cool. It was cool. so clean. <laughs> that's cool of you. I like For that real. you have the Myers. I'm really into that Myers hand soap. Right? It's so good. It's, it's what right. did we use? We all are like into that now. What did everyone use before that? I've tried other ones. Like I, sometimes I'll just get the supermarket brand and it works, but there's something about the Myers label that makes you believe in it. I know. It's like a That's, very I know. It's crisp gross, graphic. It looks old kind of. Yeah. 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 Right. right? Retro. Like, it's old school. It's so, it's such bullshit. It's some. Um, you don't buy into it? New sincerity. You're right. into it? No, I. 
I love it. It's bordering. Alana, on. I have it, and I got you? two refills, and I prefer bar soap. Right, it's, and I still got refills because I was like, when I add the bar, don't show. <laughs> right, that's what it is. It's the new authenticity. It's like bordering on artisanal. Yeah. Right, that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's and I it's I, like I buy your into local it. Local soap, even right, though like, we all have it, you can get it anywhere. It's off Amazon yeah. from. England or yeah. something it's like Nancy Myers right yeah <laughs> I've had that, people that make me soaps like do you do people cool. send you do fans what are you getting from the fans now nothing do you filter that stuff does it come to you is there a P.O. box doesn't really come to us we yeah, did we a tour get, and we yeah. got some stuff that was like we get weed right well when weed we is handed hand to us weed. when they hand it to us that's dope <laughs> but or, when they want to um, smoke with us it's like no Oh no! There's a sort of like you guys want it. I'm like, nah, I can't. You know? Yeah, yeah I'm not doing this. When I you think. when you go on tour, when did you go on tour? Did you just get off right tour? Bef- no, like right before the second season. So two two Novembers ago. How yeah. many dates? It was like, like the a whole month of November. Yeah. I think we did like twenty four shows. Yeah, it was somewhere cool. double. And okay, two night, two a night. So where'd you go? Comedy clubs, small theaters? Rock play- clubs. Rock clubs. So you're up on the elevated stage with the monitors, yeah. people standing. Did they seat them? We like seated. It's better, right? We had some standing, like Seattle was standing, and that was like- It's oof. awkward, right? Yeah. Because it makes you uncomfortable. I wish you guys could sit down. Me too. And it's like- I, feel, I felt like, I would feel like they were just- uh, Uncomfortable? Like this, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. On- <laughs> It was like they were discomfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I feel bad. You guys got to stand up and yeah. do the show. And like how, like so, what four to eight hundred people coming? I think le- the, our biggest venue was in DC. Oh yeah, it was no, like fifteen. Yeah, four to eight. I feel like. And our show is like we're not. Alana's done more stand up than I do, but we're we're not. It wasn't stand up. It was like this weird, weird what? show. We had been doing a show, a live right. show at. Um, UCB for a couple in years. In the basement while of New we York? Doing, yeah. Yeah. And it was just Broad City Live, and it was just us doing whatever we thought was funny and having guests on. So for the tour we had, we had different stand-ups, friends of ours, open for us. Like who? Um, Naomi Perrigan, who writes on our show. Yeah. Sabrina Jolies. Kevin Barnett. Rory Scovel. How many openers? Two? Just one. Just one guy. So you guys could go do 45 minutes of sketch? Basically, we did like an hour. Yeah, and then we had some video stuff because it was kind of a tour, for, like leading up to the second season. So right. we had some characters on the show do little bits. It was almost like contextualized stand-up. Uh-huh. Where we did this um, this thing, like soundtrack of our lives, where we were like mo- different moments in our lives and like yeah. songs that we would play for them. Yeah, when you like make soundtracks for like right. a certain time in your life, like or a mixtape. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was like kind of like being able to like talk about something, but having this context to work off of right and did you guys because like now you're just sitting here being yourselves but the dynamic on stage how does that play yeah out? it was Are amplified you, it it's was amplified um it wasn't but quite. it's not them on the show but right. it's not quite us so sure. we're yeah you can see you, you come to a live show and you're like uh, it's having a lot of from the show basically. right yeah right the curly haired one the straight hair yeah <laughs> i straighten that hair <laughs> that's right that's but uh, so well funny. who's your audience do you find when you look out there is it men is it is it women is it young people is it people dressed like in plaid shirts like me like is it hipsters how do you categorize yeah, I think them it's yeah. like it's like hipsters i think it's i felt like it was like a lot of couples oh yeah but yeah. after the shows we would do meet and greets and like People that that got merch, we would sign everything. So we met a ton of people, uh-huh. and it was, I mean, like, I think a lot of women watched show, but a lot of dudes too. It was it was really also like awesome. pretty queer, or like yeah. demo was pretty queer. Yeah, 
It's dope. It was the coolest. It was so hard, but it was so fucking cool. Queer and we diverse all these and cities. straight and, you know, white. You know, it was like, oh, you know. Well, I think that you guys yeah. do that. The, like the, the, the benefit of having the backdrop of New York and being sort of in the generation mm-hmm. that you're in where all this shit is breaking down in New York is this melting pot of, you know, gender and sexuality and ethnicity and everything else and the sort of open-mindedness of the show and the comedy of it. It's very all-encompassing of, of people that are progressive and interesting. It's such a special place. Like we've been New out York? here. For, yeah, and we've been out here for a couple of weeks and like we both love LA, but it's, and it's like so like comfortable but New York, it's so unbelievable. The it's like a battery. Like you can't. <laughs> like it, like when if you know how to be in New York when you're there, you're like, nah, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. You're engaged all the time. And you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's someone in your face at all times. Yeah. And yeah, it's very electrifying. Like I've mm-hmm. been here. Yeah, I've been here for two weeks, and we go back this weekend, and I'm like excited to ride yeah. the subway. Oh yeah. What? And it's yeah. like freezing. I can't wait to be able to. Just because I've been so in my car, which I like driving, but uh-huh. I'm also excited to be like among people again. Right here, you're to just be part not. of the, yeah. the big body of New York. Yeah, we. I wonder what you what would happen to you guys if you stayed out here. You should do a whole season of where you moved to L.A. and just everything. You don't know how to get pot. <laughs> Yeah. I was talking to someone about doing promos like on a lot that looks That's like so New York. That's so funny. Paul oh, yeah? was just saying. I was saying it to Paul. Oh, Paul was just saying. Um, was he saying like it was his idea? Because it sounds like. No, mm-hmm. we might yeah. have been talking about okay, it together. Okay. Paul writes on the show. Paul too. W. Down. He's uh-huh. acts and writes on the show. And we, but he was saying like a whole season on the New York lot, and we pretend it's, it's it New becomes York. like the Seinfeld New York yeah. right, oh, right. which Yikes. is like one block it's so funny watching the show because like I know all those places I mean I wandered Good. those streets all, and I'm like oh there's that bit. are yeah. you like that's not that restaurant anymore well I haven't gotten that specific but there are certain blocks where I'm like I know exactly where that is did you yes. see our St. Mark's episode I didn't which one what happened it's just Oof, that it's block. all St. Mark's it's just that, that one block. I'll give you douche chills on St. Mark's so different between from me. Third and second. Yeah, I know the the chunk, but like when I was there, it was like it's now I don't different. even know what it is. Yeah, or, or St. Mark's between uh, Lafayette and what third? That like towards uh, right by Cooper Union. That, yeah, that's just that block. Right, that used to be so fucking different. I don't even know what it is now. I know now it, it's like Asian noodle places. Yeah, and it's stuff. like NYU's like and like quad. little markets. Is that what? Yeah, they, they've taken over the entire part of the city. Complete yeah. downtown. Where, what, where, what's, what, where do you go? What's authentic anymore? What, what are your haunts? Ooh, B&H is authentic. Oh, yeah. Do you know B&H? B&H? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the bagels? Or no, B&H no, the, is It's the, right off St. Mark's, but it's this little... The Jewish food place? Yeah. The yeah. counter. Yes. The, the dairy counter. I haven't yes. been in a while, though. Me we too. gotta go. I gotta go. Actually, it's freezing in New York right now. It's we gotta go and get matzo go. ball soup. Is that what they have there? Tomato they just soup have, like, and grilled soups. cheese. But you guys, but you're not from the city either, you right? No, I'm from Long Island, and I'm from outside Philly. Outside, how far? Oh, really? So how far from Jersey? How far from New York? Hour and a half, hour forty-five. Um, like an hour and a half from New York. I'm fr- like w- northwest, so yeah. like twenty, twenty-five minutes outside the city. But you grew up going into the city every weekend, I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, w- I didn't do like shows. I would just go in and walk right, around, right, just be, to be like, like I'm in New York. Yeah, and be like north, south. East and West, and like to flex that, you know. And then when I like got to New York, I like lost my compass. I was so like, oh fuck, oh, yeah. I'm fucking here now. I don't know what I'm doing. This is like way deeper than the idea of like it's cool to walk around a block. Well, that's the weird thing when you first go to New York, even if you live in Long Island, you're like, I'm just gonna walk around, and then like nothing happens. You just walk for blocks and blocks. And you're like, I should have some destinations. Yes. I'm exhausted. Yes. 
exactly. Where'd you end up gravitating towards when you're, what'd you, when did you start going in, like taking the train in, like 14 or 15? More like, I was like, uh, nervous, maybe more like 16. <laughs> I'm like 16. Were your parents nervous? Like, you'll be, yes. you'll disappear. Yes. Where, what, 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 uh, what, uh, what, which I guess town? I, I did go, what town on Long Island? Yeah. Um, Smithtown. Mm-hmm. It's near Stony Brook University. Alana was like a good girl I until she such... got bad. Yeah. You were? <laughs> yeah, I still am. I still am. You're the but, good girl? But you weren't like going Tr- into honestly, the city truly, to like truly fucking go no. to concerts and like or do anything. Yeah, yeah. Boys or it's do a anything. I was and I think we met and then switched because I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm was much crazier in high school and college yeah. than I am now. And you not that you're crazy. At all now, I'm just we're like freer. the same, but but you play, but in the, on the show you play the sort of like anything goes person, and you're like the kind of like you need your things, mm-hmm. you have to have your things to yes. manage your life. <laughs> you need your things. Yes, it's I need so it. Like, funny, it's, it's lined so up. Funny. Yeah. What? You need your things. <laughs> yeah, right. That's succinct. Damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what? What? What kind of childhood? Like middle class, Jewish. You know, everything's okay. Progressive parents. Let me just keep projecting like I'm in a fucking Woody Allen movie. I know that's so funny. You know when um, what's her name, Allison Kahn? Uh huh. You know that part, in Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Yeah. Um. Right. When, right. Let, let me guess. Uh, ben Shaw. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. I knew the scene that I was yeah, that I found myself exactly, referencing. Exactly. This scene in, in Annie, Annie Hall. Hall where Woody Allen's like, uh, let me guess, uh, A, B, C, and D. Yeah, ben like, Shaw drawings on the wall. Socialist summer camps. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. That's what, you know, she's like pissed that he like nails it, but I'm like, I'm not even pissed. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. But the more updated version of it. Yeah. Um, like just what, me and my brother. Um, older, younger? He's four years older. He's also on the show. He's a comedian too. And um, what's his name? Elliot. Elliot wow. Heiser. Comedic family. Yeah. And my like parents are funny and my, my, we just like kind of entertained ourselves. Yeah. And, what version uh, of, uh, of Jews are they? Um, like what's your dad Reform. do? He's a uh, like financial planner, sells uh-huh. like uh-huh. insurance and shit. Sells insurance. Yeah. And your mom? Like works with him. Oh really? Yeah. From the house? No, just like part time, like goes oh, to his yeah. office. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And keeps like, an eye on things. Exactly. And they're <laughs> and they're like married for many years. Really? Yeah. That's so rare. I know. It is rare. And they're still married and happy and proud. They're very proud. They they seem Quite happy. They're okay, like, now we're going to switch over to uh, to Abby. What you, Pennsylvania Jew? Yep. How'd that happen? Um. Well, my mom's from Jersey. <laughs> right, my mom's okay. from like right, Cherry Hill, to, South. Uh, right, Jersey. right, right. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's from like Philly, Philly. Yeah. They met at. Does he talk like camp. Philly, Philly? Yes. No, I don't. Does he? They both do. She yeah. catches my Philly accent, but I don't know. <laughs> they it. both do. He's like, my mom yeah. has a South Jersey accent. Uh huh. I can't identify it. Sometimes people say I talk like that, but I don't know what it is. I, I I can identify Philly, but I can't identify Jersey that well. I think it's similar, but yeah. I don't I don't think I have a crazy. I'm not I'm like not Wooder. That. Yeah, yeah. Or, but uh, every once in a while, she's like Philly. It's they, a subtle thing. That accent is like it's sometimes it's, it's pure, subtle. Sometimes it's just pure. it's fucking pure like East Coast bro shit. Like there's an edge to it, you yeah. know, yeah. and, and it's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like it's almost like you know a, a real strong Philly accent with the right momentum can actually hurt your face. Just like you know, so it's a yeah, lot. It's true. like whoa, you talk, you go around talking like that all right, the time. Right, right. Like, just settle down. Yeah. yeah. What you know? Yeah, yeah. So wait, they met at overnight camp. They met at overnight camp. Um, really? Like yeah. when they were kids? When they were like fifteen. 
That's so sweet. It's very sweet. I have a very cool family life. They're not married anymore, but they're friends. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Always. Yeah. Like we did Thanksgiving together. And they both have family. Do they have spouses? Yeah. My dad just engaged. Um, I do. I'm not. I'm not close with them. Does it happen later? It happened when I, yeah. Right, this is your stepbrother, like, all right. Yeah, I was in college, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's Good luck. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have an so older brother, too. Oh, really? Like, three and a half, four years older. That's like, And so he has two kids, and mm-hmm. once that happened, my parents were like, let's do holidays together, sure. because it's like, grandkids. Yeah. Um, So that's working out. Um, What's your older brother do? He's a graphic designer. So now you had older brothers, like, because like, the theme on this show seems to be the influence of older siblings. Mm-hmm. brothers specifically and you two are women what you know was there did you get along with them was there music did they show you the way somehow everything yeah i was everything it's so funny so i ellie alana kind of came to comedy i think quicker than i did because my brother was is not in like this into right. this at all yeah but i was a big tomboy very athletic because of my brother uh-huh my brother was so into fish and the dead and was all he? that, and so I was really. I like, yeah, I was in all, into all so of that. So you caught the that tail was like my end high of high school. Yes, the Jerry dead. You caught the tail end of that. He died in '97, so I was too you, young. You missed yeah. it, but I remember the day. Yeah, that oh, he died. Really? Your brother was pretty broken up. I was at overnight <laughs> camp, and it was like announced. Overnight camp was it Jewish overnight camp? Pretty, it, it, we were so reformed, so it wasn't oh. like religious at all, but everybody was. Right, religious. right. Um, but I remember it was announced like over the loudspeaker. Oh, I think a, I was. Over the loudspeaker? Oh my was, like, God. 12. Like it's like 9 11 or something. It was, it was like a moment, let's have a moment of silence for Jerry Garcia. And it was like, oh. I actually didn't love him yet. So yeah. I didn't understand the significance of that day until I was high school. All my friends awesome. and I, we would go to see. Like I went to see all the was there a day reincarnations where, of the dead? Oh yeah, Rat yeah, yeah. Dog, yeah, yeah. Phil and friends, like right, all right, of us, right, yeah. right. Bob Weir and uh, who was so was the drummers was Rat Dog? Who was it? Who were oh, Rat Dog remember. is Bob Weir? Oh, it is. Yeah, Phil and friends is Phil. Ash. Phil, right. I didn't. Really and then there's see a Mickey, Hart, Mickey, Mickey Hart, Hart thing. There's a drum thing that happens. He does a drum like thing. a circle. Yeah, I, I, I don't didn't know. Do that. So but that I kind of want to see they're they're coming out again with John Mayer actually, and I, I haven't seen them. Yet. I listen to some of that, you know, and I listen to him handle those solos, and he's sort of a kind of a specific guitar player. It's okay. It's okay. But you're not going to hear like that weird lyrical noodling. Right. Listen to us talking dead now, but uh, yeah. And I'm not even a huge dead. I'm head. not even. I'm like you know, I dabbled. Right. But right. I was. Me too. Me too. So into that because everything. That oh, just my like, brother did. How many like little like hacky sack hippie kids were at camp that were just sort of like, no, I guess we're not playing hacky today in honor of Jerry. <laughs> a lot. It was like a thing. A lot. No hacky it's today. So man. funny. No <laughs> hacky today. We hacky sack on the show because we have and an we episode like, where we go to Philly. Yeah. To clean out my bedroom. You find a hacky? Because my, yeah, we do the whole thing. We clean out all and my I, like, jam band gear. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, you it's so, hacky, it's man. so real. Yes, money, man, yeah, man. <laughs> Such a type. Yeah, It's so wild that that type has existed and persisted. Like, because a lot of types just sort of fade out. But that thing, there's a constant to it. Because it's, it's like my dad, too. Like, my dad was, was all, like, classic rock. So we just were. And I don't know if it's now, though. I wonder now if that's. The fish thing still, I guess they're done too in a way, aren't they? Are they back? Or they what? these guys? They break up for a week just, and they're like, they we're going back. But I wonder what the odd. I wonder if the audience has any like high school kids. I don't know. That was like oh. all my friends in high school. We would we're fish do that. heads. Yeah, is that what they call them? Fishers fish or fish fans? Fish, oh, it's just no, fish yeah, fans. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that what it is? No, I never refer to myself. But like there's that, that whole parking lot trip where you go to the concert like two days early. 
you know, with a sweeping bag <laughs> yeah. and just wander just, around and catch frisbees. Yeah, and they like set up <laughs> little cool. like yeah. There's like stands in the lot. There's like Shakedown Street, which uh-huh. is where you can buy shit. Yeah, so, I went. I went. Fun, to, it's fun. Me and my brother drove. Like he was living in Arizona, and we drove from like um, Tucson to Anaheim to see the dead and Dylan. Uh-huh. I was not in great shape. And he had this convertible. I don't know what. It was some used convertible. He's a little younger than me. And we picked up some little guy hitchhiking to the show. <laughs> this little guy named Eli. And we thought like, oh, cool little hippie elf. We'll pick him up. And we, and then he had no place to stay. And uh, he, he sort of turned evil. Like it was oh, like no. fucked up. Because, well, we got a hotel room <laughs> and we couldn't get rid of Eli, right? And then he starts, like he gets a, a pack of um, matches, not wooden matches, but the book of matches. And he starts ripping off little pieces of each match. And he puts them in a bag. He's like, I'm selling acid today. <gasps> He was just scamming fucking hippie oh, kids, no. selling bunk drugs. And, Yikes. And me and my brother were like, what do we do? Who do we turn him into? We can't into? bring him to the show. <laughs> you like, guys are going to bring do? this evil he w- guy. He would have figured out how to get to the show, but like, who do you warn? When are we going to follow him around the park? And like, no, it's bullshit, you know? And it's almost like kind of people's <laughs> own fault for not yeah, like, recognizing acid. Tell the right. police. You're like, he's selling B- fake, fake drugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> There's like um, bizarro like, cops at like a yeah. fish festival. What is that? No, no, I'm like making it up. Oh, it's okay. just like, I don't know. They like make sure all the acid is real. Oh, right, so right. Like yeah. we got a taster, a drug yeah, taster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a guy that walks exactly. around all fucked up and sweaty. Exactly. He's like, this is legit. This is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I got to lay down. So, all right, so you grew up with that. And like, what did your brother bring to the See, table? See, that was like, yeah, that was like wild. Like my brother and I, we like as kids made hundreds of hours of sketch videos. We uh-huh. just like wanted to, do comedy forever what, what what drove you to that i mean who were you watching why did you because you're like half my age almost and is that true what are you 28 mm-hmm. so who were you watching that was like this is why we want to do comedy okay so i grew up like in the 80s and 90s um but like yeah, there must have been like something like this is fucking hilarious we can do this no just all of it yeah um but uh, you knew it was something you could do yeah and we like did like plays and musicals too for who your parents no like at school and at camp and at the y and like at, you know what i mean uh-huh. like, and like we were musicians and we what just, do you play um drums oh yeah and i could do rhythm um piano oh yeah yeah and what like what were some of the uh, early uh, efforts and sketch wise and musical wise did okay. you write songs there was I did write songs. Uh-huh. There are like some like videos out there from Acoustic Cafe in high school of the songs I wrote and played. <sighs> and, Where can people um, find those? I don't know. And oh, like, you do know. And I, d- I don't know. I, There's I, a video you recently showed me of you playing the drums in like a oh chorus. Oh my God. In a uh, percussion ensemble. Yes. I, there's like a Oh, you were in a drum circle. Video online. So. Yeah. But yeah. it's like for school all in like buttoned oh, up like, it was like militant yeah 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 I, I really I, I just on a snare or but she's what? really yeah. good that was part of our live show we did this like drum battle Oof. where Alana was really good and I best part of the show only see the last 15 we got, minutes we got two full sets of drums like around and you us brought them up and like so you... Alana could like do it and then I it would like come to me and I'd be like oh that's Bleh. funny and yeah. like drum battle but it was like drumming and then comedy and then right. yeah 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 because yeah. I could have to the standard setup yeah it was great yeah yeah <laughs> you were the straight man to her goof yeah <laughs> we flipped <laughs> to her switch. big old yeah. goof <laughs> yeah. um 
But yeah, that was like, funny. Did you reveal the drum sets? Was it a closer? Like, I mean, was it sort of like, you know, the lights came up and there were two full drum sets? We or wish did... we could have done that, but we they didn't have stage, enough. Right? They had the to be on stage because they were like too elaborate to like bring so out. So they were just sitting there and people yeah, were like, people what's were like, up what with what the are they gonna... <laughs> Yeah, and it was like at the very end, we would do it for five minutes in like an hour show. And you jammed and she just... She's really good. Because like, I can do like the different styles. So it was fun to be like, okay, start with rock, then do jazz, then do like samba. You're a real drummer. Yeah. I thought I like thought I wanted to be like a orchestra percussionist. Not too late, man. Really? You I just know. wanted to be the one waiting? We're yeah. Just... I like like timpani. Right. Timpani. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's so fun. I like do I do miss being in a band and being in like a big a big band, not even like a I would right. I would do like jazz uh, jazz combo. Yeah, yeah, for real I would. <laughs> I'm like a real nerd. I really am. Really? It's, yeah, it's You funny. got jazz people that you love? Yeah, you know. Brubeck, oh, Miles yeah? Davis, uh, you know, that's Coltrane. Yeah, Oscar Peterson. My You're... dad oh, he's is an incredible it? musician. Oh, really? So my brother, like, I, it trips me out. Elliot can do what my dad can do, where they can hear something and then their fingers find the keys. I, I, yeah. And Elliot Singh is like an amazing Elliot's an singer. Elliot's an incredible singer. Yeah, so we just were always just had this like nervous energy that lucky enough my parents like saw that we could channel it yeah. in this way. So we just always. Isn't performed. it? Isn't it wild though? Like, because like I play music, but I never had necessarily oh guitar. guitar. Yeah. yeah, I never necessarily had the courage to sort of um, pursue it as a career because, like, I know there's a lot of funny people that like are pretty fucking good musicians, but there's something simplifying and, and concise about comedy where like it's very immediate. You don't have to rely on other people necessarily. Well, you guys are in sketch situations, you do, but I, I wonder what it is why people who are incredibly musically talented don't necessarily sort of like do that it's a harder life and it's not as it's a uh, different also like comedy is so transparent and it's like easy right. to be you're like it's easy to like craft your image and you're being honest but you're also choosing what you want yeah, to say yeah. whereas music it's like you truly are like i hope you think i'm cool you know like i fucking <laughs> hope you think i look cool and sound cool and it's like there's something more transparent about that too well, I find that like you also can sort of, um, if you're in a band or something, you can kind of rely on, you can kind of step back mm-hmm. a little bit. It doesn't always have to be about you. Yeah. And you're, you're like, if you're not really on top of the song, you can be like, no, I'm just going to, you know, fake it a yeah. little bit. You can't really yeah. fake it in comedy. Yeah, right now. But, you know, but being a, I think being a musician is still, you know, categorically cooler, isn't it? It's totally. the coolest. Well, I don't know. Comedy is becoming a new thing. Comedy is like the new I know. stage for philosophy. It is the, it is kind mm-hmm. of the new coolest thing well it's back like you know people are saying things with comedy again and a lot of people are into it yes yeah 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 so what about you no music no playing i wish my dad my dad was in a band when i was growing up he plays the drums really he taught himself how to not taught himself but later in life started taking piano lessons so he can play he was in a band when you were growing up what was that band (laughs) it's so good it was called Perfect. Second Chance. Yeah. Perfect. And it was his high school band, Reunited. He married his high school sweetheart and then yeah. he reunited well, with his... Yeah. Right. And yeah, it was called Second Chance. And they would play, like, I remember they played Aww. like on the art museum steps in Philly. Uh-huh. And they would play bars. For, a, so for I like had a drums. day out on the steps kind of thing, like a yeah. little festival thing. Yeah. And here's some local guys. Uh-huh. And I'm, they, have, they had a tape. Uh-huh. Like with, with, their, with like the whole picture on the front. So I always had drums in the basement of uh-huh. my house. Yeah. And so I like always was into drums too. So when Alana, when we did this show, I like can't, 
real like she's always counting uh-huh. whenever we do it she's like and one two three. and i'm like i can't do that but i can like kind of hold beats uh-huh. but i i would love to be able to play the drums actually i can just kind of play like a couple beats and i'm right. kind of like off like right like yeah it's so weird it's like um music comedy all this stuff everything seems so much more like available or something yeah these days yeah like i was just talking to my friend who's a dj talking about music music cool. music and then i'm DJ like yeah. music 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 and then i'm like do you know what time signatures are no and i was like oh yeah you know and it's like just like what abby's saying with like counting too it's like i don't know you can be fully immersed in music love music music is your life and you don't know how to count it oh sure and like you don't comedy, know how to read music or, yeah and, yeah and like comedy too it's like that's so available and and information like even just presenting like you know something is so available it's the weird thing about music, and I've and I've talked about this before, is that is that even if if it feels familiar or what, there's an effect to it that you can repeat again and again. Like you know, you can't really repeat a joke again and again. Right. But if you've got a song, there's a magic to right. it where people are like, God, I hope they play that song. Yeah, no one's like, they want to like. Fe- and yeah, it has a feeling mm-hmm. thing, you know, and, and you can always go back to it. Like people aren't like, man, I want to hear him do that that right. finale right. joke right. like. For maybe for one or two times, yeah, yeah. But by the but third time, like, you're like, nah, right. yeah, loses its uh, magic. It's like that into- intonation isn't the same as melody, right? For some reason, uh huh. That's interesting, right? And and also like for melody, me, it clicks in, and you're like, yeah, right. Intonation, you're like, all right. That's sort of like I'm not like a big lyric guy. Like I, you know, I I'm always looking for the turn in the music. You know, like the if there's a hook to the music, if the melody has a sort of like oh, like there's a chord progression, then I'm like, I love that. Yeah, gotcha. Well, what's the guy saying? I don't fucking know. Yeah, he, he sounds good too, but it's yeah. all just musical to me. Mm-hmm. So when so what? Okay, so you graduate high school, and you're in Pennsylvania. And what? When did you decide? Like, what was the first decision? Like, what were you gonna do? How'd so you I end had, up? Yeah, I kind of went around. So yeah. My brother works with my dad, and my mom. Like, Your dad's a graphic designer. Yeah, he's like an environmental graphic designer. What does that mean? So it's like, like he goes into spaces like a hospital, for yeah. instance, and like no one, everyone's getting like fucking lost in the hospital. Yeah. And so now he does a lot of wayfinding. So it's like how you. Someone walks in the hospital and they like have to read all the signs. Right. And so. And they're bleeding. And they're bleeding. Right, or like, right, right. you know, if you walk in and like someone is in the, you, how people get around spaces and then the signage. Yeah. And so also designing of the signage. Mm-hmm. So that's it. But then they also do like restaurant. It's like, very specific. Design. It's an interesting niche. Yeah. Yeah. And so everyone in my family was artists. So my uh-huh. mom is kind was growing up was a potter. She had like a wheel. Oh, she did. So your mom kiln. was there getting frustrated at clay winging off a wheel. She would like, do. Fuck. She would do craft like shows, building that thing up. And like yeah, you'd yeah. Watch and it. Then it just Actually, she she had a wheel for a very brief time because she didn't. She ended up just doing it like by very, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was the fuck the wheel day. Uh huh. <laughs> but she, no yeah, yeah, she on that swapped day the wheel for like a kiln. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like no not, segment. Yeah. <laughs> it was announced over the loudspeaker. Yeah. Mom is getting rid of the wheel. <laughs> did you have a kiln? She did for a while. Oh and then, my god, those are energy eaters. That's yeah, like you know, Jesus. It was it, Wait, that was, was it very installed? brief too, and then or was it standalone? I guess it was not a big thing. It oh. was like a small thing, uh-huh. and then she we got like I think she sold it, and then she ended up going to this place, Wayne Art Center, that mm-hmm. she could just do it there. I was uh-huh. like, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but she would do craft shows on the weekends. So uh-huh. my family was like very, it was like all art. It was all visual art. Like uh, I was it, always like drawing, and so my brother. Uh, 
went to art school in Philly. Uh-huh. And then so when I was going to go to college, I I was like obsessed with SNL and I did I did kind of perform mm-hmm. in high school, but I couldn't sing, so I couldn't do any of the plays. So what did you all... kind of perform? Did people know you were performing? Yeah, I oh, literally, yeah. my main thing was I would do, I would impersonate <laughs> Mike Myers doing Coffee Talk. Like that was my thing. I would just like do that. Sure. And it's guaranteed laugher. Yeah. Yeah. And I in. would do my own thing. Yeah. But people knew I was into comedy, but that didn't ever seem like a thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't grow up with anyone. Like, maybe even because you're in New York, that was like maybe a thing you could do. Right. Didn't think it's you know. I've never when seen you enter a stand up industry like, when you're like, oh, a lot of people's parents did whatever. Mm-hmm. Just that, that thing of yeah. like, like, do you have an in or do you not have an in? Do you have an in even mentally? Yeah. Just like, I was right. oh, right. yeah. do this as a job. Thing. Were you encouraged? In a way, I know what you're saying. Just that, like, do you think that this could be a job? Right. It's. I think it's more Which, people think they can now. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I yeah. don't think yes. when when I was when I started that it was still sort of like, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. And they, and, and your parents were sort of like concerned because when you're like, I'm going to be a stand up comedian, they're just sort of a life disappointment and failure. Yes. Can't you find something that we can at least not worry about? But now, because of places like UCB and stuff, there's an industry. You know, preceding the industry. Yes. Like there's a yes. path. Like a school. A and, yeah. Exactly. And like YouTube too. I mean, even 10 years ago when we were starting, it's different than now. Mm-hmm. Vine. Vine stars. You I know. know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I miss I, I look at them <laughs> occasionally when someone goes, what? I don't know. Okay. What? And it's not even a generational thing. I mean. No. I, I mean, we're, we're, you know, whatever. We're all different ages here. And it's like. We are like Jesus. Yeah, like, like there it, was it comes not, up quick, man. It comes up. It quick. was very fast but, the transition. But yeah, I mean the transition of technology and access. But the weird thing is, and like you guys probably know and kind of maybe feel it in a, in a less um, uh, resentful way than I do. But there is a uh, there are people that kind of have that um, attention and and viral traction that really don't have the goods to follow through totally. into something. And like it seems to me that. You guys have that 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 persistence and the talent and the creativity to do that. But there's a lot of people that like a Vine star. It's like, all right, so who are they and where are they now? Oh, they're still on Vine and they got totally. It. And like, there's that's a that's like a cool thing about like the world, I guess. Yeah. That, um, quality and focus still means something. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. and and sincerity and. Um, but also being able to do the fucking job when it's a job. You know, getting viral traction is like, I mean, unless you're a YouTube personality, which, you know, I have my own opinion of, but I, I can't really, um, I'm not negative about it because they seem to, uh, uh, the very nature of their popularity is usually because they're not fundamentally talented. They seem like, you know, people like that kids are like, no, they're just like us, you know. Totally, totally. But how did you, we'll get, we should get um, to that through how you guys started. So you're... Dicking around, you're so, pa- you're drawing things and doing so Mike I Myers. Went to, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was just dicking around, Abby dicking around. No, but I that's went. So I funny. didn't go to comedy. I went to art school, right? Because I was like, I can. I'm good at this. This yeah. is like immediate. Yeah. And I was like, I what am I gonna fucking be an actor? Like, I, that's not. That doesn't. I don't know anyone that has ever done that. Right. So it wasn't like I know that, everyone yeah. around me that does art. Like yeah. my family is. So I was like, I'm. I, so and that's I went not to, an easy career either. Though. No, that is. <laughs> Possibly more impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I went to school in Baltimore, this school called MICA, Maryland Institute College of Art. And I like most of my work is drawing and painting. 
but then they were starting their video department. Oh shit! And they were oh, starting, and shit. so oh, and around. I was like, oh that shit! That dick found a pussy, you know? That dick found its pussy, <laughs> even if it's a boy pussy. Putting yeah. that out there, yeah, sure. So I started doing videos, but my it was so funny. Like my video work at Micah was just me doing characters. Mm-hmm. Also, what year did you graduate? 2006. It's like YouTube was invented in 2005. So, or didn't I didn't even think, know it. So like, it I didn't like, do it anything on you YouTube. Know, but I just did these characters and they were be they would be projected on gallery walls yeah. like next to paintings and it was very serious. Oh, really? And it was like because that's art. a conceptual art. art. Yeah, that, I was that like, whole. That's the school I was of like thought a performance right. artist. Right. And then I what was like What were the characters? They were I thought they were really funny and they were a lot of them were improvised and I edited them and I, I saw like one was like really emotional. I saw someone getting mugged. Baltimore mm-hmm. was extremely dangerous. Rough, yeah. And I saw. I someone watched a wire. Legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I lived in a neighborhood, a really nice neighborhood, but mm-hmm. it was next to like the worst neighborhood, and there's no one out in Baltimore, mm-hmm. so it was like very. I would like sprint home from yeah. class. I saw someone getting mugged outside my apartment. Heard it. Mm-hmm. Look outside the window, and like this woman was getting like dragged Ugh. by her messenger bag and i was like the one calling the cops oh. and i look and there's like all these other people looking out their window it was like so fucked up so like one of the characters was i shot a, a character like immediately after and it was like very intense i don't i'd have to watch it again but, but were you the one calling the cops or were you the one getting it's a i re- call the cops because i was like if i don't call i'm gonna think no it was just sort of like using that emotion uh-huh and so my junior year, I sort of realized, I was like, I want to be a fucking actor. What am I doing? Uh-huh. And so I moved to New York to go to the Atlantic Theater Conservatory. Mammoth's place? Mammoth yeah. and Macy? Uh-huh. And so I went. Where you learned how to talk for, directly? I went for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I hated it. I was like, what am I fucking doing? I had a breakdown. I like, there's a subway station that every time it's I go It's a weird system, it, that like, system, right? It was so stifling. I like couldn't react. It was like, well, what are they really saying? Like analyze every bo- every word. And that was so not, that's just so not how I work. It just gutted all the emotion out of me. I was like, I can't, I can't even talk. What about that place. subway stop though? So I had this breakdown on 15th and 8th uh-huh. Avenue where I was like, I'm quitting. Uh-huh. I got to quit. I called my dad and I was like, I'm, qu- I'm quitting this thing I moved here for. Like I uh... had to quit or I would lose my deposit. And my roommate at the time who is like my roommate on our show. The fat guy? That you never know, the girl who you oh, never see. Oh, you never see. She was like, I think you should check out this place, Upright Citizens Brigade. Like your video work really feels like that. And I had never heard of it. Right. I was so like it was SNL. 2006? Yeah. And I just didn't know like the was all comedy scene. Was that the old one? The, the one that was on 20, the one with the, the weird um, sort of uh, seats? And no, it was, it was the It was the basement? One. Oh, yeah. It was, I think it was pretty new. Yeah, right at the beginning. And I went by myself and just like went, I don't even know what show I saw. And I was like, oh, this is it. Right. Like, this is it. And I quit. And then I just started there and that got a dumb oh, day, day job. Oh, thank God for that fucking like, roommate. You were like, <laughs> if it wasn't for that girl. I wrote her an email and I was like, thank you for. Where's she at? She's at we the Atlantic. Don't, it, it didn't end great with oh, us. But that tidbit of information. I, she changed like, the, I don't think, I honestly don't think of, I, none of my friends are in comedy. I mean, all my friends are in comedy now, but no one. What would have happened if you didn't get that tidbit of information? You would have like went home crying and just sort of like gotten a job, probably your, your dad's office or something for a while. Well, I wasn't, I'm an illustrator too, so I, I think maybe I would have done that. Uh-huh. And, and still tried to, I was trying acting. to be an actor still, but it was such a 
direct correlation between me being so like, fuck this. Because I wanted to be a dramatic actor. I went right. to like Mammoth. Right. And I was like, fuck, what am I doing? And she, that was such a clear like turn. Like, yeah. Like I well, took a total different turn. Because comedy is a portal into all of that. Because yeah. like in any given sketch or scene, you can be the dramatic mm-hmm. one. Yeah. All right. So let's go now to your journey to New York. What happened? So you're a drummer. You got a cool brother. You're writing sketches. You're doing musical stuff. Your version of dicking around. And what was the the so white light moment? Elliot goes to NYU, and I'm oh. like, I'm like, okay, I'll go there too. Right. And it's <laughs> like, like not, exactly. not for acting, just uh-huh. like to like go and be in the city. And he's like, Elliot shows me Stella. You remember when they were making videos and shit? And Stella over when it was down in the basement at the Time Cafe. Over, yeah, 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 but I. For me, I mean, that's actually that's who I was going into the city to see was Stella, uh-huh. for example, mm-hmm. like when I could get into their shows. That was um, a big room in the basement. And they had Blue playing the music, yeah. and then they'd have the comics on. And yeah, did. and like I, I, I more just saw them like, um, whatever. Just like, uh, did really, you grow up with the state, or is that still was that after you? I mean, no, you were, I yeah, I did, yeah. but I didn't. Uh, I was really young, a little young yeah, for yeah, it, right. but uh, whatever. Yeah. I like liked it. You know, I watched it later. All right. But, um, so you're going Stella into Stella. videos was, yeah. to me, I was like, oh, right. that was like, oh, it's not just, um, SNL. Yeah. And then Elliot mm. was like, there's this theater, Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. We should take classes when you're here, when you're in the city. And what year is that? Um, 2000 early 2000s post 9-11 though yeah like 2003 or something and you're like what 19 in 2003 i'm like uh 16 if Uh i can do math and then i'm like okay in two years i'll like graduate and i'll come to the city and we'll do that but like to my parents i'm like i'm gonna be a psychologist you know what i mean so like (laughs) that was the goal which like that worked in college between comedy Uh uh-huh my own therapy uh-huh. and nervous breakdowns and psych classes. It was like a truly a well, cohesive education. Uh-huh. It like all was right. You know, it was what, like, real nervous breakdowns or just panic attacks. I mean, her breakdown was like a, a career shifting, like you know, dream breaking yeah, business. Like, yeah, like anxiety, depression, yeah, 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 yeah. like little mania, like you know, standard stuff. Yeah, standard Jew shit. Yeah, standard Jew shit. <laughs> um, so I was like, just. College was like my job, and comedy. Where'd was you like, go to college? NYU. Yeah. So you were there. For, you went the whole run. Yeah. Um, you got to finish. I had to get a degree, and like my parents. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They just like they they wanted that, and I yeah. like gave that to them, and they like got me to the city. So yeah. I was like using it, like fulfilling their thing and fulfilling my thing. Right. And um, then uh, yeah, so I started taking classes in with college. your brother. Yeah, with my brother, but also like we were doing we. We produced shows together at UCB. Yeah, uh, we had this one show that was awesome, high school talent show, uh-huh. and it was so just good. sketches and people. It was just like a variety show; people would come and do their sketches. Mm-hmm. But you know, we also were like finding our own voices, and I like did some stand up, and we were just running around the city. You know that that particular time when you're seeing shows every night, doing shows every night. It was so fun. It it was my college, and that had by that time, you know, comedy had detached itself uh, entirely from mainstream comedy yes. clubs. So, like that was the alternative scene in New York. Like there was still the cellar and stand up, but that was not the world. It, it was like Rafifi, right? You with, know, the uh, tank with and, um, Eugene and yeah, yeah, and, and, and Tisdale and yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. You were never going. I never went to those 
big comedy clubs. No, no, of course. Yeah, I know. I, I know. There's, there's a whole generation like that it took yeah, me a long different. time to accept it, but, you know, what comics am I Comics was a weird it? thing, though. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw you at Comics. Well, they were trying to do a high... You did? And, and at Ochi's, too. Uh, was it, was that it was like a the good night? thing. For me at Comics? Like, sometimes I remember... That could go either way. But they were integrating alternative acts into the shows at comics trying to make like that thing we, work. We got into comedy when like... I like you that you didn't answer whether it was good enough. But that's yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So you were really good. You blew me away. Really you were past that. really fucking honest. But you had just gotten divorced. So, yeah, it was a good so time. I was, like, I was like, holy shit. Comedy is honesty Real. and tragedy. And it was amazing. Oh, good. But I'm it, glad to help. But it wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like whoa yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing yeah, it was I don't get a lot of the something I rarely yeah. hear it was yeah. amazing thank you but um, uh, but, but we, we got into comedy when it started being like alt and yeah. awkward weirdly what? we started at the ex- like the exact awkward. same time but not Knowing each Toge- other? Yeah, right. we started like the fall of 2006 doing stand up are you talking or just taking working? classes oh. so you and didn't... then performing like tr- like forming teams and like uh huh Alana did more stand up, and I would do like car- like stand up, like kind of as as a um, version of me, like right. contextualized stand up, yeah, yeah. almost like your videos. Oh, yes. so you did a character, kind of. In a it way, was like yeah. me, yeah, yeah. but like right a version. Yeah, you needed the character yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are because I've talked to a few people. I mean, I've, I've had Polar in here and Besser and in some of the original UCB people, and I've had, I've had people. Who uh, who went through the UCB program and through the Groundlings program, but like UCB now is like the the training ground for for you know comedy in a, in a lot of ways. So what you know what is the environment there? Because I miss it. I go do stand up shows sometimes, but I don't have a sense of. And I know I've talked about this with people, but I don't remember. So tell me again, what is it that you? Because you sign up for classes, and it's primarily improv, right? And then you just stay there until you meet people. It's sketch. Oh, you can take sketch too. Yeah, writing and acting. And the main track is like take the classes one hundred and one through four hundred and one. It's a little different now, but four hundred and one. And um, and then you like audition until you get on a Harold or a Maud team. Right. And then you there's this like track. It's like a a mini college. Mm -hmm. And I also have to say like it has grown exponentially since we started too. Oh yeah. I don't really know the temperature there, but like. Uh, it's like a school. It's yeah. like walking into a like small college. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I feel like it's probably similar to when you were doing stand up and you meet this community. It's almost like you're paying to meet a community. Well, the, the weird to thing be about involved in this community rather than you're doing stand up and you're just meeting them from going to shows. This right. was like we're go. You're like going every week to train, but you are training and you're learning these like principles, but also. You you have a theater that's like your feels like a home base for you. Right. You can go every night, and then you can go to other offshoot shows. Right. And it was like, it was thank God I like didn't know anyone in New York, and all of a sudden you have this a whole world. Yeah. yeah well, the, the the difference is it's collaboration with stand ups. Yeah, we have a community, but we're all Everyone's sort of like, like, well, yeah, we're kind of yeah, rogues. Yeah. bidding each other. Bits, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing bits, busting until balls, wins and, 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 and yeah. well, yeah, not even wins, but you sort of like you know that's what that guy's doing. I right. get it. I'm not into it, but it, there was never a sense of like, hey, you know, we should all get together. <laughs> And, you know, and put a thing together. The yeah. thing I like about stand-up, though, is like, because Im- improvisers do bits, too, but I like in stand-up when you're just, like, leaning against the wall. Yeah. And you're, like, in the shadows and somebody's performing, and then you, like, talk about, like, the darkest shit as succinctly as possible of what's going on. That, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I like. That yeah, is, like, very real about yeah, stand-up. We're very good at leveling everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a cynicism to it. But it, after years of talking to people in here, you know, I've grown to really appreciate and, and surrender some of my old guy, you know, stand up warrior bullshit about mm-hmm. dues and, and, and how comedy really works because. You know, having done a TV show and actually having the opportunity to collaborate in on a radio show too, like I love it, but I would never have thought to do it mm-hmm. as a stand-up. You know what I mean? It's just sort of there's an isolation to stand-up, and yeah. uh, so I, I, you know, I think it's amazing that you know when you go to some place like UCB and you do all these things, you're learning how to write, direct, produce, perform in, in, innately. Because yeah. you all are sort of like, well, I got an idea. Let's execute the idea. You know, will you do this? Will you do that? So it's, it's an amazing it's thing. too. It's like you want to be – it is amazing, but also creating that space is amazing. Like what you've done with your podcast. Yeah. Like you've created this space and brought like the podcast to like a new level where like polar. I mean the original yeah. UCB4, like we'll ne- I'll never know what literally building that – alt community in new york feels like they brought that like chicago thing to new york they created like some alternative to snl there's like one thing to be like in the channel and to like really appreciate the path someone's like carved but then also you kind of have to and then honestly like us with the web series the original four i like that yeah. Is that how they're referred to? The UCB4. The UCB4. Yeah. But the, the interesting thing about them is like when, when they came around at first, they were just a, an Im- a group, you know, They and then they started doing things on their own and then they opened the first theater and I don't, you know, I don't know what their intention was in terms of building an empire, but they built their own space and then I think the, the school came later, but they needed a place to work and then, then, they, then the attention came to the original four and then it became a showcase for people. And then it just blew up. But they were just, you know, like you. They were just sort of like, we're in the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, weirdly, we were like, it it was so inspiring to us. So we started doing Broad City the Web Series because we could not get on these Herald teams or mod teams. Like, we could not. We Improvisation was not your thing? Yeah. We were like doing, we thought we were doing really, we had been on an improv team Uh for two years with like a bunch of dudes. Yeah performing at like under St. Mark's and different theaters yeah, and could not get, we were like, fuck, this is like the way Yeah, we can't get on. You wouldn't, you were, you couldn't get on the Herald team? No. Or a mod, nope. which is the sketch team. Yeah. Like, we were just Nothing. like, fuck, what are, and really, we're struggling you guys, with like we're not making the cut. No. Correct. And so actually inspired in, because we couldn't get on, we created the thing because Thank we were God. like, you know what? Fuck this. We we're funny. Oh. We we're going to do this. But also that's what they did. I love that you're driven by spite. <laughs> uh, it was like spite, it was like spite spite yeah. no but, but also spite. it was also inspired by them because and also mm. it wasn't the UCB4 being like you can't get on the team it was like other no, people no, of but course. they They're far they were looking from that. for yeah. their own spot too True. and that's why they created right, their thing right. so we were like let's just do it, it. We're, just, we're just gonna do our thing like our friendship on this team and just hanging out we were like there's something here we're we're just this this banter is yeah. funny yeah and just started making these videos because we were gonna like you know, do characters or we just wanted to like make something, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't going to just disappear after the moment you fucking say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then that, that turn of being like, imagine if it was about us, we were like, oh, which is like, what? well, uh, that's very sort of like, you know, first person experiential, honest, you know, the things mm-hmm. that you're talking about that mm-hmm. you gravitated towards. Right. So what were the, what, how'd you shoot the web series? Who had the camera? There was this thing, it might still exist, called the Improv Resource Center. Oh, really? Which was like an old like beta site. Yeah, like that this. black mm-hmm. with the green. Uh-huh. And it Forum. was, you could post a few, I'm doing a, 
I'm doing a short film I'm casting or I'm tr- I'm looking for an improv so coach. board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly UCB kids. Mm-hmm. And we found this, like, there's like video services. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's this, our friend Rob is like looking to do this. So yeah. Rob, f- for the first season, directed like m- all of the, the web most series. of the episodes. Of the web series. Of the web series. How long were they? I think 10 of he, 18. So there were 18 oh, maybe total? maybe did 10 of 18. There were 18 total in the web yeah. series. In the and how, how long were the bits? Three to five minutes. So they were sketch. They were singular sketches. Really. It was like ideas that uh-huh. we like, like this. I have the notebook that when we first met, we were, uh-huh. and like I remember that our, one of our first thoughts was like, when we were meeting, we just wanted to get uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses. Yeah, best meal. And That's they our wouldn't death make meal. them uh-huh. after eleven. Like we couldn't find the a sandwich. Place. Eggs. eggs just bacon we eggs couldn't and cheese find and in new york city eggs. deli i mean they still have these <laughs> stupid rules as though it's like liquor afternoon oh, breakfast ends Sundays. at 11 yeah, yeah. and so Except that it weekends. was just and we were like, like what that. eggs all yeah. the eggs explode after on at 11 like, one just conversation make like me that. fucking right, eggs right, right. And we're like let's just we'll do like every sketch will be a and we started like writing shit down and like we didn't realize that we were creating a world right but then later after two years of making 35 videos it was like shit like we're these are all slices of a world yeah of a a larger and where show. did some of the the themes of the comedy central show sort of start to happen like you know bed bath and beyond oprah winfrey you know your sort of control freakness you're sort of like you know like uh, adventurousness and and uh somewhat um inspired uh um what would you call it? stonerness mm. i mean all based <laughs> on I just like it. I just like what you're saying. I dig what you're laying down, man. Yeah. All those things are based on like some sort of seed of one of us. Right. My mom worked at Bed Bath & Beyond when I was a kid. No. And so like she was friends with all the, the workers right. there. But like I didn't have handshakes with them, but right. no, I right. was like. But you knew the world. But my roommate, like yeah. my other roommate through, my mom would send me these coupons. Right. So I had an envelope of like 50 Bed Bath & Beyond coupons because I like couldn't afford to buy shit. But I was like, when I can, I will go and buy all the shit I uh-huh. want. And he, I came home from work one day and he was like, so I like got rid of your coupons. They all expired. And uh-huh. I was like, they yeah. don't expire. <laughs> they don't fucking expire. And so like we, you know, we had, we had this Google Doc from when we had made the web series mm-hmm. that was like this elaborate spreadsheet of like conversations moments anything that we thought was funny we would add in this google doc that we shared and so so if you're out in your world doing other things yeah you just kind of post it on then you'd sit and go through it yeah yeah and it's just like you know what can't you let go of what like keeps cracking yeah you up? right you know, yeah yeah and so who can we give that so my roommate's boyfriend on the show of course is going to throw away the envelope right of coupons because yeah. yeah. he doesn't know the fucking thing yeah um and, and like also stuff. um Hannibal had been in the web series uh-huh. and we we kind of pitched the show with him in mind with Gamberling in mind just all the and then like he's a, the roommate Bev, yeah. yeah and then all those um oh yeah John Gamberling yeah. plays uh Bevers but like you know these like cells of a spreadsheet started connecting to characters and right. and the world started coming together also like even just like talking to Amy about it I remember this conversation When did that start to happen Amy was in our finale web series uh, of the of web, web series. series where we we were trying to get. But um, when did you get like? I know you were at the school and you were having you know issues integrating into these groups. But when did Amy Poehler say like you know, reckon with you? When did she be like? What are you guys up to? How did that happen? Didn't we just asked her to be in the oh, finale really? of the web series? We just like got in touch with her. 
Uh-huh. And it was like, she's never going to say yes to being in it. Like, she's not going to be in our... How did you, how'd you get to, in touch? I mean, what did you say? Like, we, we were had, used yeah. to so our, people. Generationally, our teacher had been her student. And our teacher, we asked him to... Uh, a teacher of ours. An, yeah. Our teacher, Who? Which one? Uh, Will Hines. Uh-huh. And he, um, he was going to direct a webisode and uh-huh. like pulled out last minute and we took our shit so fucking seriously yeah. and we were so upset and he was like we like he was like oof I fucking owe you one and then when it came to it we were like we were can like, you get in touch with hey dog <laughs> um, remember that ting yeah, yeah. so do you think she'd ever be into it you know we but, like were like gentle right. about we it we had but. written a pilot we were like we're gonna go out and pitch this as a show right? Broad City. this was like spring of 2011 yeah mm-hmm. we were like we wrote a pilot we're gonna end the web series we're right end it with like a bang right and that's when we reached out to amy just to be in the finale of the web series and then we were gonna go that summer out here try and pitch it right but then when we met her it was like it clicked so hard we had this huge body of work we had the pilot ready she asked about um you guys ever think about this for tv so you weren't even on her radar really until you asked her when to be she on said it. yes right. to be in the web series she was like i would love to i've seen it I would love to. And we uh-huh. died. Uh-huh. We were like, this is fucking crazy. We never <laughs> met her. We like just saw her at, used, like, per, yeah, you know, yeah. on. Where did you yeah. learn that? I guess you learned that. Do you learn that at UCB that you can write a pilot and go try and sell it in Los Angeles? Where did we you had, get that information? We had a manager who was. Oh, who was that? Her name was Sam Safer. Uh-huh. She was extremely good at. Oh, yeah? Getting uh, you guys. Like, this is what you got to do. do yeah. Shit, yeah. Encouraging and like crystallizing. Still and with like, her? No. Hmm. So what? Uh, so Amy like did the last episode, and and then she was like, "What are we doing?" You you know Amy. Right? Oh yeah. So you know she's like she's like you guys have a you guys think about this for TV, and we're like we're thinking about it. Wrote a pilot, and you know that little like hmm, that little <laughs> lip thing. Uh-huh. So she's like thinking about it, doing on it, and then we like met up after, and we had done the like edited the episode so fast because we used to have these parties uh-huh. to premiere. Just premiere parties. Two yeah. of them. I mean, we we had like out of wherever <laughs> like, the agency yeah. to be like that doing. was a season. We say, yeah. you know, right. and now this yeah. is a season we're telling you. So we like made these parties where we uh, have um, Sarah Schaefer, Hannibal, John Friedman, who were in Kristen the Shaw. They were they were in this season. So come do stand up. We'll show you know whatever the web series. Yeah, yeah. Kristen yeah. Shaw was in the episode. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then for that finale, we were like, we sent Amy the video, and we were like. That her her webisode and we were like it it people went nuts everybody fucking loved it uh-huh. and if we're like planning on selling this we have a pilot if uh-huh. you're if you would ever be available and interested in being a- attached to produce it we would love to work with you and we were like Again, no way but we have to ask so she was these... doing Parks the Mighty B she had just had her Abel her second kid yeah. I mean we didn't think that she was going to do it at all. And but then she, she was like, I would love to. Let's I mean, set a meeting. And we did. were like, what the fuck? I mean, we, we I, I called Alana and she was like, up. Oh, she was, you were in the middle of nowhere. Alana, we had worked at the same job uh-huh. this whole year. Uh-huh. That Alana quit. on the show works at. Uh-huh. It was like a Groupon kind of company. Uh-huh. And Alana quit her job. <laughs> <laughs> no, you quit it when, when Amy was going to be in the web, web series. Right. I, I There was something I like knew. I mean, I gave them six weeks notice. I was really scared. <laughs> and I wanted to save my money. But I I told you I'm a good girl. Yeah. It I, was crazy. Yeah. But I was like, I, I knew... I, I knew it was cumulative, you know? That it's this interesting. It's a, it's a weird, that moment where you're like, I'm going to be in show business for reals. 
Yeah. It's a weird moment. Because like yeah. you're taught, even if you're, you have supportive and good parents, you know, they mm-hmm. instill this this basic sort of uh, need for security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, they were you, still like, what are you doing? Right. Right. Who's Amy Poehler? Yeah. They were like, this is ex- this is exciting, but yeah. like, are you making money on this? Even like, still, yeah. Even still, it's like could have still had that job during sure they never let it go they yeah. just because you they don't they're not if you're not seinfeld right they don't get it yeah yeah no one knows my i talk to my friends they don't watch it's not for them right yeah but like our parents actually got on board like during the web series because it was just like we were also good. working we had like jobs during yeah the web series but it was too, just but... like good and there was something palpably building there yeah and then with amy then they like flipped and like got it yeah and then so we came out here God. that when we had planned to but now amy was like in the room with us it was a very different thing. with the pot with, with the, the pilot pitch. and mm-hmm. but when you did that those parties or those showcases or the you know for the web series was that primarily an industry type of showcase or no. just a party no it was just, just for all friends. our friends but did the industry come? No. Nobody. No. So we, there was no buzz so it's on not it. like in LA. Well, we tried, like in the, though. No, they the, come. They for come. For the web series, we They'll had come. like list. Remember my phone? You know how I have everyone's phone numbers? Yeah. So when we were doing the web series, we tried to like reach out to people. Yeah. And a friend of mine was a casting director for like the Food Network. And she was like, I have this list. Yeah. And so on my phone now, yeah. I have like everyone. Uh-huh. Because she, I downloaded it and I, like everyone's <laughs> phone number, number yeah. I, in the in Hollywood. Like, with Becky now, <laughs> Dave Becky. But like Abby had his number like 25 years but ago. But I didn't know some reason he was. Like, downloaded like, at least fucking contacts. So like, we tried to invite we like, press. Dave Becky's number. From years ago. Yeah. You've been with him a few years? No, we're not with him. We're just, we just know him because of him. Broad City. Because you're a free arts Amy's. person. No. no, no, we don't have. We don't have manager. <laughs> no, like he's just produces because Be- yeah, Be- of Amy. That's what Becky's job is now. He yes. gets his name on things. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> he, he has like one of those fucking like <laughs> the thing that you brand a cat yeah, with. It's like, sure. Becky has that, yeah, and yeah. he puts it like on yeah. the card. But you've been hung out with him. He's an excitable guy. Yeah. yeah. He gets like, you guys. Hey, what music you like? Yeah. I know. How's he's my hair? I like. I I see Thomas Hayden Church. Uh huh. Uh, when he's, I think of him, oh really? He's little, but he's a little more he's a little more amped up than Thomas Hayden. Yeah, De- Becky's like an excitable puppy sometimes. Yeah, it's cool to like not work with him because it's just like <laughs> I love you, dude. Yeah, yeah, you can like him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. I can't picture him in New York. He's such a like Kelly dude. You know these guys like their job. Like it took me a long time to understand how show business works. You know, and you know that. It's a business, and you know, and he was like pretty slick then. I mean, mm-hmm. he's loosened up now. Like he was always into music. That was always mm-hmm. the thing. I, I he was really good friends with a, a friend of mine who was a music manager, and it almost seemed like that was what he was more interested in personally. But he never got involved with it, yeah, so he could still enjoy he it. Exactly. He has the look. He looks yeah. like he should be in music. He loves music. Yeah, he's he very lo- rock and roll. Oh, he, he's a real uh, power pop guy. But um, but yeah, he looked slick. He had he had shorter hair. You know, he used to quaff it back. Oh my he wore fan- like back before he 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 earned the right to be casual at all times. Yeah. He had the suits. He had everything. Wow. Man. Oh yeah, Becky was pretty slick. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And I then can't... he relaxed back to his uh, his the state he always wanted to be right, in. Yeah. Right. All right. So season three starts this Wednesday. Yes. Ten episodes. Yes. Yeah. And. You have given, you've been given the opportunity to work. Like, I look at the guest stars, like, I know a lot of these people. Seth Morris, I love, I love Seth yeah, Morris. He's so Sedaris funny. is great. Dratch, great. Um, Matt Jones is great. Janine's great. I'm yeah. just going to read the list. Armiston's great. But Bob Balaban. Yeah. Holy fuck. I mean, to me, like, it's like, I want to just meet that guy. Well, yeah. Susie Essman and Bob Balaban are. Well, Susie's great. I've known her a million Susie, years. Susie, 
uh, Azalana's mom is. I think should Perfect. win some sort yeah. of a. She should win. She should win awards all the time. But the fact that it's. Ne- I don't think there's ever been a better pairing of mother daughter. <laughs> and we thought about it for years. It's insane. Before. We thought about they it. They are. Since it's the web series. crazy. Uh-huh. It was, that was crazy that that materialized because we thought about her for years. Because you watched her on Curb, or you saw yeah, her. Yeah, and I'm just like she, they just look me. alike. It's yeah. just bizarre. We're just like so alike. Did you ever go see her do stand up? Yeah, she's fucking yeah. hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is hysterical, and she's now like so. She's like over it. Yeah. Over stand up, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. please. She yeah. does it still. You're taking a break, yeah, yeah. But she's like, she's like over it. But I think she'll. Well, yeah. she's one of those people that had been around forever yeah. on the New York comedy scene, and was it was <laughs> great. like when you're my generation, which I think is I'm a little younger than her, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like when you see people at that point in their career get a break, like her, where all of a sudden you know the world gets to meet yeah. them, you're like, yeah. oh, that's so yeah. fucking great. Yeah, totally. You know. But what was it? How's Bob? Was he was he fun or he's yeah. like he's, he's such great. A, he's like gentle and so funny. So yeah, funny. and very much just like you know that person that you see. He, yeah, he's like funny and interesting. He's very interesting. Like knows a lot of shit. Ha, like wants to talk about a lot of stuff. He's like great on a set. He's a yeah. great actor. He's like one of those people who. Oh yeah, you he's, know how he's like he's in fucking Midnight Cowboy because like our. You know our, that he was like he was the guy that John that blows John Voight in the bathroom in the theater. No, yeah, holy shit! I gotta watch that. Oh again. my god, are the you guy, kidding? Yeah, yeah the guy I who saw didn't that have any so money, long ago. The guy who didn't have any money. Oh, and, he, and he's like, "Are you gonna hurt me?" My god. Oh, that's I have Bob Ballard. I gotta watch that again. That's so yeah. Funny. No, for someone who's been in everything, you know, our show. Wow, is not like big. We don't have like a big production. It's like. Bob's not they, they don't no one gets a trip there's like yeah. no trailers yeah. there's no, like right. nothing they work for scale and they're like hanging with us while we're like resetting up like like but they like to work and, and they like to be and part that's, of something and that's it just fun. makes me like oh like they're you get to see people like someone like that he's been in fucking everything and he can just he's fine with that, chilling with us but that's the amazing thing about you know having the opportunity to do your own show because like, I didn't know that either and I've talked before I did my show I talked to a lot of people in here a lot of actors and stuff but when you're actually casting there's that moment where you're like that guy would do it, yeah. Right. And yeah, of course. Well, they're actors. They're, you know, it's but crazy. They're diff- yeah. They hold a different place in our mind because we see them in movies. Right. But ultimately, yeah. depending where they are with their career, or what or, or what they're doing on a day to day basis, they're like, I'd like to work, right? And this seems funny, yeah. And they seem fun, and they're just that, that's their job. I know. It's just it's mind blowing to me, yeah. Because when we're casting, I'm like, I love that guy from all those movies. We can just have right. him come in and read for this, yeah, or, or just cast him. They're like, yeah, yeah, he'll work. And I'm like, what? Because they're like superheroes to you, yeah, right. It's wild. And they're like suddenly your play thing, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like yeah, willing yeah, yeah. to do what. Oh you yeah, say. and it's you nice. can see their genius, and they bring to it everything right. that you want. Usually, oh, it's crazy. I do want to say one thing, or maybe a couple things. Because when I first watched part of the the show when it first came out, I was like, I'm not sure I get this. I know they're great, but I'm not sure I get it. And then when as I watch more, the thing that you, you know, it's one of those movie thing, your shows. You do have to get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a groove to it gotcha. that's specifically yours, and it's it is a little generational for me, but it it, it it's comedy. So like it, I did, I had this problem with the Arrested Development too. If you don't lock in and sort of like it's like playing a record a few times. Mm-hmm. Like once you get to, you have to you know, the middle of the first season, you're like it. I get the yeah, I get gotcha. the groove. But like I think the, especially with the pilot into the first season. Right, right, right. So. Well, you also like as comedic performers and as something I experienced and I watched other comedic performers, you're not going to get comfortable. You're just going to have to take the hit for a few episodes. Yeah. I mean, you know in your mind like this is going great, but it's going to get better. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to make that happen any faster right. other than get comfortable. And the more you get comfortable, you're like, no, it's, then you're like, it's golden. 
But the one thing that I thought was amazing is that there's a lot of stuff about New York City, and, and it's and it's really a celebration of New York City as you guys live in it now. And there's a lot of stuff that I remember from when I was living there, and there's very specific things that somehow or another you know, you've managed to make new again, which is a great testament to the talent of you guys that I'm sitting there like, you know, watching that Washington Square drug bit and I'm like, I know where this is going. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, didn't go where I thought it was. I, th- <laughs> I thought you were going to get burned. That I just immediately thought like she's buying drugs in Washington Square. We've all done that and you get home and you're like, this isn't pot. But then it like, gotcha. right? Then it goes. I didn't even way. know where you thought it was going to go. I thought you were just going to like get some bad weed and smoke it anyways. And it was like a spice, you know, or just garbage. Gotcha. And <laughs> right, where it was just like a confusion. Like my thought yeah. was like, she's going to insist on smoking it anyways and then try to figure out whether you guys are high or not. And you just sit there and go, like, nope. But but that didn't happen. But that just wrote a sketch. But um, <laughs> That's so funny. But then, but then when he thought you were so like, that was a, a funny turn. And there's a lot of that stuff in there where I, I didn't know exactly how it was going to go. And a lot, of the, uh, a lot of that comes from, you know, using such funny actors, too. It's so cool to hear you say that, what you just said about the show, because you're such a, like, you're like such a prolific comedian. So you watching it and not expecting what is about to happen is like oh, yeah geez, yeah totally god because i was also like it's like that's I, the worst you can watch you're like, i know exactly what's gonna fuck i know well, what they're gonna do weird. and like i love that that it's like oh that's what you know that's what we hope even if it's a little thing you know but, but like the weird thing about me is like um like i it's very hard for me to 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 sort of get sketch in general you know, like like if I watch SNL, I'm like, well, what just happened? Like there are these these ways that like there might not be a joke there, but there's a repetition that becomes funny. So like I have to contextualize mm-hmm. things, and in a lot of it, you know, it, you know, even when you know the 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 dog walker episode and the male thing, you know, going to that place where it's just that lady, like metaphorically and cinematically, you know, that that emotionally makes sense to me because there's that feeling in there. The idea, if you had to ever go pick something up at FedEx, you know, and you're, you know, in Queens, you had to go over there by the cemetery. Yeah, it's like, insane. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's like, and where like, is it? It's only like during torture. work hours. It's insane. Yeah. But like all those things because, and also because you're drawing from the energy and the possibilities of New York City, you know, it's, it's, it must be in- incredibly exciting to people like who don't have any experience of New York City that you're able to sort of, you know, and like, it's funny because you watch your show and you're like, I saw that block on Louis' show. Like there's this world of comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. operating yeah. <laughs> at, with New York as a backdrop. That's really a celebration of the city, which I always like. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for saying that because I was like, ah, it's cool to hear. Oh, the other thing I want to say that I think is great about the show is that, like, there's a lot of things that try to overcompensate with, with, um, you know, what they're doing with, uh, you know, with gender and ethnicity and sexuality. And you guys come from a generation and are living in a New York where that stuff doesn't even need to be addressed. It just is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thing. And I think that, uh, you know, also, like, you know, there's something about someone brought up that there's, you know, the, I don't know, I, you know, I don't, you know, throw around the word feminist or anything else, but there's a, a sort of comfort to having, you know, young women voices that are, that are confident and, and not afraid to be uh, filthy 
and sweaty and shitty and farty. That well, I get I, ready for season three because <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that. Fucking starting gross. right off the bat. It's fucking great. gross. Yeah, but it's but the, it's important. We because are so farty. This we are. Season. It is. We watched like the color Oof. of the Oof. one of the episodes, and we looked at each other like, "Oh, what have we done?" But you, but you're doing human way. shit. See that's yeah. it. But see that honesty that we were talking about before, you know, somehow or another, like you know, for years, for no reason other than cultural identification and 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 sort of like uh, imposed roles that just became what it is that there was not that dialogue or that that world of women that is that fucking, you know, just human and shitty. It's good. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are human and shitty. Thanks. And farty. Thanks. Sweaty <laughs> and putting yeah. things in your vaginas. So sweaty. Um, so all, you're, you're, you are talking about really holes. talking about you're really how many, how many holes? describing the what third the season like? perfectly for us. Well, good luck with it. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. This yeah, was such a pleasure. A pleasure. Thank, Thank you for having pleasure us. Pleasure and an honor. That was fun. I like them. Enjoy their show. Um, maybe I'll play some guitar. Let me get it set up. <laughs> 